The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You need information. You go to an expert. Not just anybody, but someone who's been right on the money before. So when it comes to gaming, odds, and more, you've come to the right place. You're listening to Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Monday night, the meltdown has begun. Let's do this thing. Speaking of meltdowns, the Seattle Seahawks, a complete meltdown uh, this evening. They set the sport of football back about 75 uh, years. I've never seen a game anger so many people at once. It really did. It was angering Saint fans. It was angering Seahawk fans. It was angering fantasy football fans. It was angering DFS players. The most important people in the world, as we all know, we talk like it, gamblers. It's all about us. Um, Betters were getting angry. And basically, I think just basically all of mankind uh, got angry uh, watching this football game. But if you had Seattle, they covered a number. It's almost like impossible that they did cover the number. But they did. Hey, 13-10, final score. Game stays under uh, the number as uh, the New Orleans Saints improved to 4-2. Jameis Winston doesn't turn the football over again. And Jameis isn't putting up massive numbers, but Jameis is winning football games, and uh, Jameis is not uh, turning the football over. So the New Orleans Saints, albeit not glamorous, Whatever, it was effective. They win another football game. As long as you got Kamara and you got that defense, you're going to be in things. And eventually, Michael Thomas will be back. Now, as far as the Seattle Seahawks are concerned, uh, it doesn't matter when Russell Wilson comes back. The season's over. All right? I don't care. Oh, it's a 17-game season and stuff. Now you're 2-5. and It's done. And all the talk about this division coming into this year, about how competitive it was going to be and how difficult it was going to be, well, it really isn't. You know, this this division has all but been decided uh, right now. The Seattle Seahawks are not winning this division. We'll tell you that right now, right? Seahawks are not winning the division. They're 2-5. and five. Uh, We know San Francisco. San Francisco, come on, man. San Francisco are, like, worse than, like, Seattle are, it feels like. I don't know. They're both terrible. So this is with the Cardinals and the Rams. And speaking of the Cardinals, they play the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night. It's actually the best Thursday night football game that we've ever had before. 
literally and figuratively, as far as, like, records are concerned, there's never been, like, a, a game this late in the season on Thursday Night Football that's been this good. Unfortunately, we might not have Devontae Adams, except the point spread's gotten all whacked out here right now, man. The point spread is more whacked out than uh, than Pete Carroll and, and the play calling and the, the Seattle Seahawks offense. And I don't care who the quarterback is because the same crap when Russell Wilson's there, right? It's just compounded even more with Geno Smith. Uh, but point spread up to six. Green Bay Packers getting six points uh, right now against the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday Night Football because word came down that Devontae Adams tested positive for COVID. Yet the thing is, word also came down now, Devontae, you know, no one's going to tell you, oh, I'm vaccinated, non-vaccinated. But basically, Devontae Adams is vaccinated because he just needs to have two negative tests in, in, in 24 hours apart, right? So he can still play. There's not a lot of wiggle room for him here, but he can still play. The late night anger management class. This is Portrait. I am Gabe Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it. It is the Monday night uh, meltdown. A lot of stuff to unpack here this evening. Monday night football. We'll get you caught up to date with all the updated point spreads uh, for week eight. Devontae Adams test positive for COVID. Uh, yet, Devontae Adams uh, just needs to, uh, to have two two negative uh, COVID tests, and uh, he'll be back, and he'll be eligible to play again, which means Devontae Adams is vaccinated. And this is why, this is why, if you, you're, you're on a team, you're on a team, it's unselfish, it's a selfish act not to be vaccinated if you actually care about your team, right? Like, listen, if you're, if you're vaccinated, you get COVID, whatever, man. You just got to pass two tests, and you're allowed to be back. You're unvaccinated. You're out for 10 days. So, like, Devontae Adams, and I find it interesting because the point spread is up to six right now. What happens if Devontae Adams plays? And another thing is, too, Devontae Adams is a great player, and he's one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League, uh, but Devontae Adams isn't worth this much to the point spread. He's not Aaron Rodgers, all right? He's, he's a wide receiver, and he's a very good wide receiver. He's a great wide receiver. The overreaction as far as the point spread is concerned. I like the Packers. You know, I would prefer if Devontae Adams was going to play, but I'm not getting scared off right now. Uh, the Packers are more than Devontae Adams. Like I said, if Aaron Rodgers ain't playing, then whatever. I'm not playing them. Uh, but as it is right now, I still, I still, I'm still intrigued with the six. It'll definitely be a teaser for sure. Still intrigued with the six. And, um, and the fact is, He's not guaranteed to be out. All right? He's not guaranteed to be out. But you know who is guaranteed to be out? Out of the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? You're talking about the playoffs? We'll be lucky to win another game. Playoffs? Yeah, the Seattle Seahawks. They're not going to the playoffs. All right? All you 12th men, go down and watch the Kraken play hockey. All right? Because the Seattle Seahawks, and in fact, I don't know, take those Kraken players and let them play football because maybe they'll have a better offense. Pete Carroll's got to take his gum-chewing, hand-clapping ass and, like, uh, go to the retirement home because you're done, Pete. All right? The late-night anger management class. This is Sportridge. Clap, clap, choo-choo. Bring it. Sports 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the bug boy on. The bug boy? The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? But it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? You say you will, but you won't. You think you win, but you won't. The Monday Night Meltdown. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Ramsey. Sirius XM Channel 204. The Mighty 1090. Sports Map. Sports Byline. Let's do this thing. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to. George Kurtz is going to join us. Cliff Cochran will kick it with us as well. And I've been doing this uh, radio show for going on 20 years, uh, 19 and a half years, and a couple of months, actually. So it really will be 20 years pretty soon in January. And i got to be honest with you. I'm not sure we've ever had a guest named Cliff on the show before. I had just a little bit of random sports rage, uh, sports rage trivia right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure we've ever had a dude named Cliff on the show before. Wow, there's just not a lot of Cliffs, right? It's you know what I mean. There's not a lot of Cliffs in the world anymore. Cliff was an old school name. I did meet Cliff Burton of Metallica before he passed away. That was pretty cool. I met uh, Cliff Burton. You know what I'm saying? It's just not like cliffs in the world. So I think we might have had, we, we, have, we have a first. We've got a first. Yeah, Cliff, uh, we'll talk some baseball with Cliff. A uh, smart baseball guy. Uh, we'll talk uh, talk the World Series. As there is a World Series. I don't know if you're not in Atlanta or you're not in Houston. Nobody really seems to care about it. But it, it is going to be good baseball. It is going to be good baseball. Listen, I'm not overjoyed about it. The Braves just beat my Dodgers and the Astros, whatever. They're both sort of, you know, I'd say Houston are more obnoxious. Like, Houston fans are obnoxious. The organization's obnoxious. They're not sorry for cheating. Um, their fans are just sort of, they're obnoxious. Then you get the Braves, like, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, for me, my only personal interest uh, in this, or at least what I'll say is like, yeah, you know what? I'd be happy for him, for real, is Dusty Baker. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Listen, Dusty Baker was one of my favorite players as a kid growing up with the Dodgers. Like, I was a hardcore Dodger fan, and Dusty Baker was my favorite Dodger. Right? So, like, I've I've always been a big Dusty Baker guy. So, to see him win would be cool. And really, there's only like four or five guys that are on that team still, right, guys? 
um, from from that like from that the scandal and stuff. They're a completely different team than Houston Astros. There's a million dudes on that team that had nothing to do with it. Like, <laughs> but a bunch of dudes on that team don't even know about it, right? What? I don't know. You know what I mean? I was living in Venezuela then. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, one of those two. It's going to be a good series, though. I'll tell you, it's going to be a good series. I'll tell you what, though. I bet you. I'm going to bet you, like the the Astros and Braves, they're going to score more than the Seattle. Uh, the, the Seattle Seahawks can. Like, this football game, and, you know, it's amazing. Like I said earlier, I've never seen a game anger everybody so much. And I'm not even a Seahawks fan, but I, I watch all their games. We watch all their games of every team. But, you know, Seahawks, we watch them all. And they keep covering with Geno Smith, yet isn't there something about watching these guys play football that's just angering? And it's the play calling, man. It's not the players. It's the play calling. It's the same crap. These are the same jackasses that threw the football on the half-yard line in the Super Bowl because they didn't want Marshawn Lynch to be the MVP. All right? Like, seriously. And the thing, like, the thing with Seattle is it doesn't matter. It's been years of different coordinators, and they all suck. All right? And, yes, Geno Smith sucks as well. We get it. But at the same point in time, there's no excuse for the inconsistent and blatantly porous play calling of the Seattle Seahawks. Listen, Pete Carroll had his time. He had a run. Like, Listen, man, if Russell Wilson wasn't the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll would be 6-10 and 10 every year, all right? He's like Bill Belichick. And, and oh, 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 did you just say that? Well, whatever, man. How, what's Bill Belichick doing now? Yeah, he can beat the Jets. Good for you, Bill. You were four and twelve with the Cleveland Browns. You had Tom Brady. You won a bunch of Super Bowls. Tom Brady leaves. It's been two years, and you suck. And Tom Brady's owning the league. So who made who? Tom made you. Man, these coaches living in big mansions and stuff like that. Pete Carroll's talking about after the game, well, the guys are sticking together. You're lucky the guys don't kill you, all right? Sticking together. Yeah, they're going to stick together and run you over in a parking lot soon. How many careers are you going to ruin? Like, if you're DJ Metcalf, you think of all the physical conditioning and work that you put into your body. And I'm not saying the guy's a perfect football player, but he clearly cares. You know what I mean? He puts the work in. And it was an interesting story. Uh, you know, we, we remember when Metcalf stepped out of bounds? Right? So, uh, remember Metcalf stepped out of bounds a couple of weeks ago? Uh, Shannon Sharp, who I used to have a lot of respect for, but now Shannon Sharp's like a shock jock jackass that just says stupid things for the sake of it. But um, Shannon Sharp called him out. And Metcalf... Metcalf responded to him on Twitter and said, you know what, shut up, old man. He said, like, basically those words. Like, he said, shut up. He said, shut up, old man. He said, you're just talking to try to get attention. Keep my name out of your mouth. And uh, Shannon Sharp responded and said, uh, said, you should pray that you have a career like I do. (laughs) Metcalf tweeted him back like 10 minutes later and said, I just looked you up. You're right. You did have a great career. And I do hope. He goes, I do hope to get there. <laughs> I thought, hey, hey that's, that's, you know, that's pretty good right there. I thought I got a kick out of that. But if you're, if you're Metcalf, and everyone always talks about athletes being selfish, right? Oh, the player is selfish and stuff. This guy, football, 
football is not there long. So you're Metcalf, and you know what? You were targeted five times, and basically they were garbage targets. They threw you the ball once. You knocked people over and ran 84 yards for a touchdown. You don't see the ball again. Like, why are they throwing on third down some complicated pass play to Freddie Swain instead of to Metcalf or hitting like Lockett? Like, the play calling has consistently been bad. It's the same crap with Russell Wilson. It's not just Geno Smith. And whatever, Geno Smith is good enough to cover point spreads. He's not good enough to win football games. And right on cue, Geno Smith, he's like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick is better than he is. But, like, Fitzpatrick, don't like, you know what I mean? You always know. Don't worry, he'll turn it over, bro, with three minutes left. Like, he'll fumble the ball when it matters most. Don't worry. And that's what Gino does. It's almost like it's, it's, it's basically like, you know, the sun setting at this point. That in the last drive of the game, Gino Smith's just going to turn it over and do something stupid, and that's the end of the game. It happened against the Ram game. It happened in, in the Pittsburgh game. And it happened tonight. Let's just be real. You know, look, last week in the Pittsburgh game, they were right there. He fumbled the football late. Tonight, somehow, they find out, you know, they, they, they had first, first down. They got two minutes left. And next thing you know, it's fourth and freaking 28. But Pete Carroll, you can chew all the gum you want, Pete. And you can run around and throw the football around like you're, you're freaking Gary Player, okay? We get it. You're an old man and you're in shape. But at some point... Like, it's never going to change with the Seattle Seahawks. This is why Russell Wilson wanted out. I think Wilson wants out of Seattle. I think Wilson loves the fans. But, like, you know, so like I was saying about Metcalf, so this is your career. This is your career, and this is going to be making money. So what happens when your contract is up and you're supposed to get paid again? And they look at your numbers, and your numbers suck because the play calling sucks. Like, they're ruining these people's career. Like, Ty Lockett doesn't exist. How many times are you guys going to run the ball up the middle? Oh, yeah, by the way, the Saints only give up like 70 yards a game on the ground. So, listen, I like Carroll said after the game. We weren't going to give up on trying to establish the run. Yeah, they're still trying right now. Hey, Bo Schembechler just called. He wants his offense back. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Like that anger match class. This is Portrait. I am Gable Morancy. Monday Night Football. I don't know. It's funny because I'm angry because I lost a couple of props uh, in this game, but I've never been so angry after a game that I covered that I'm not a fan of either team of, in which I feel disgusted. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know that feeling? I don't. I haven't been to a movie in a long time, but 
You know that feeling like like a bad, bad movie ends and you're like, that's it? And the lights go up and you feel like unfulfilled? Or like you went to, to, a, to a restaurant and it's like, when's the main course coming? And then you get the bill and the lights come on. You're like, yeah, well, the last call's been gone. You got, you got 15 minutes to get out of here. Like, that's how I felt after this. I felt like walking out of the theater after a bad movie that didn't end. <laughs> like, there was no conclusion. And it was just sort of like, no, 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 no conclusion whatsoever. Um, you know, it's just, it's amazing to watch this football team and, and the lack, like, Army's offense is more creative than the Seattle Seahawks is. And I was saying earlier, like, people always think that athletes are, are selfish and they want to get traded and this and that. Wouldn't you? You imagine being a wide receiver on this football team? Like, for the love of God. And then Pete Carroll even says after the game, well, we knew it was going to be tough to run on them. They only gave up 71 rushing yards a game. But he goes, we, didn't, we, you know, we tried to establish it. We were coming close. <laughs> no, you were coming close. <laughs> like... I love how, like, too, they run the ball on first down, it's successful. They run the ball on second down, it's successful. It's third and one, then they run the ball up, they up the middle. It's like, hey, guys, you feel, you know, at some point you got to mix it up a little bit here, right? I get that Geno Smith sucks, but it's not just Geno Smith. It's the same crap and Russell Wilson's there. And I can't help but think about the old, like, remember the old handheld game? We're going old school here in the 70s. And it was Mattel. Remember, like, the little Mattel game in your hand? Like, that's basically where Pete Carroll gets his play calling from. You know the episode of The Simpsons in which uh, Homer's the football coach and he calls the play and he's got the guys, like, spinning around? Like, that's basically Pete Carroll. Like, basically, like, the Seattle Seahawks offense, you ever played, like, Madden? You ever played, like, uh, a football game against someone that doesn't know how to play, like, play with your girlfriend or something? And she sort of figures out how to run the ball. And you tell her, hey, listen, if you just hit this button, you can actually do this and that. Pete Carroll is like somebody playing a video game that doesn't know how to use the joystick. He doesn't know the controls. He doesn't realize there's a turbo button. He doesn't realize that the X spins. He doesn't realize that, oh, oh, I can actually use uh, that, that wide receiver. It's, it's disgrace. Dude, his, his five targets, Metcalf, that's a bunch of crap, all right? They threw him the ball once, and they never threw him the ball again. And I don't want to hear that Lattimore was on him. And I don't know why Lattimore didn't get kicked out of the game. I don't know how many times that you can, like, shove someone in the face. I mean, you guys call personal – you guys call roughing the passer now for often sneezing on a quarterback, yet Lattimore is, like, boxing and shoving him in the face every goddamn play, and you do nothing. You do nothing. Nothing. But the th what I don't understand, so that's what is that going to be? Well, you know, he was covered. Well, I don't know. You, you know, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs and stuff, all they do is, yeah, hey, line up on the end, the old, like, Julio Jones play. Basically, stand there. We're going to snap the ball. I'm going to take one step. I'm going to throw it to you. Right? It's basically, hey, put the ball in his hands. You're telling me that after Metcalf just ran someone over on his first catch of the game for 84 yards that this guy wasn't ready to run more people over and kill it? I would have been like, yo, bro, just get the ball in his hand. Like, nothing fancy. Just get the ball in his hand and let him do his thing. All right? Hey, coach, why don't you use the playmakers that you have, Carol? You used to do it at USC. I don't know, like, the deal is if Pete Carroll isn't paying his players personally, he doesn't understand how to coach them. 
I mean, when's Pete Carroll ever been a good coach? He won at USC. So what? I could have. Kim Kardashian could have coached that USC team. Oh, yeah, by the way, they lost to Texas. Oh, what a shock. AP Carroll choked in a big game. No, that never happened. Keep chewing the gum, coach. Maybe it'll make you a better coach one day. I said, yeah, yeah, Pete Carroll's accomplished stuff. Yeah, Pete Carroll's accomplished. The only thing ever Pete accomplished was being on the team that Russell Wilson got drafted on. Let's just be real. Let's start looking at these coaches right now and their their geniusdom and stuff. I, you know, is Bill Belichick a genius anymore? Is he? Is Shanahan his big genius? Or or was Shanahan just, you know what I mean, on an Atlanta Falcon team that was loaded with talent? I mean, these coaches get credit for stuff. They, you know, it's like, it's you know, it's unbelievable. The general managers are the ones that build these damn teams. It's the general manager's team. It's not the coaches' teams. Like, if I was the general manager, I would fire Pete Carroll. Like, I would just say, listen, you, you know what? You're Just the, the lack of creativity, the lack of creativity with the Seahawks offense, it's, you know, it's like watching Andy Dick try to stay sober. <sighs> Degenerate Dean sent me a nice uh, video game. Uh, gif here, and I think this does describe their play calling. HB blast. <laughs> HB counter. <laughs> HB dive. Remember the old video game? HB draw. I'm actually amazed Seattle Seahawks fans didn't riot. And the thing is, too, like uh, uh, the player, uh, and Greasy said it tonight, that, oh, you know, Pete Carroll told us they were going to be conservative and just try to make a play in the fourth quarter. So that's your strategy of coaching. Like, don't do anything. Let's be cautious and hope something positive happens. His exact words were, well, in yeah, New Orleans to make a mistake, right? Because, yeah, yeah, that's what you drafted uh, DK Metcalf for. That, that's what you've got uh, Lockett for, right? I mean, yeah, you got Geno Smith, so make Geno Smith's life easier for him and just have him dump off. Like, how many screenplays did they run tonight? None. How many screenplays did they run tonight? You know, there was a big critical third down, and they had Geno throw it like 15 yards to some complicated out pattern on the sideline against Gardner Johnson, who's actually good with Freddie Swain. Like, it's not one play. I'm overwhelmed. It's like every damn play. And as soon as you guys do something smart, oh, hey, look, that was a nice little, little hitch you did. They'll go right back to being stupid again. Like, this team is brutal. And Russell Wilson can't save them. It's, it's the coaching staff as a whole. Coaches are supposed to put players in a position to succeed. All right? It's not their roster. The roster is fine. Would you like better running backs? Yes. But the roster is fine. There's no reason for this football team to be as bad as they are. And it's it's on the coaching. It's 100%. Listen, every day, every Seattle Seahawks player that used to be on that team, they all rip Pete Carroll on the way out. Right? They all rip him. And I used to think they were jerks at the time for doing it. But they all do it. They all say Pete Carroll's an idiot. Like, basically, they say whatever. He's a cheerleader. Well, what about Pete Carroll? They'll say, man, he's a cheerleader. Like, he doesn't really know what he's doing, but he's a cheerleader. You know, he's, he's a rah-rah guy. All right, rah-rah, rah-rah. 
Go team. You know who else is a rah-rah guy? Jason Garrett, the clapper. I guarantee you Pete Carroll's got a clapper in his room. Eh? He doesn't have a light switch. Guarantee you. So let, 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 let's 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 let let me let me let me ask you guys a question here. I'm just thinking out loud, okay? Because I am a radio host. So the Saints defense is fierce. You have a backup quarterback that's capable of short, quick passes, but nothing too complicated. So how many times did you throw a little dump off to your running backs tonight? One. Alice Collins was targeted once. You're under the rest. There's a pass rush. You have a backup quarterback against a great rush defense that's pursuing. I don't know. Maybe when they pursue, you do a little dump-off screen that'll turn into a big-ass play like the Saints kept doing to you all night. They didn't do anything complicated with Kamara. Like, Pete Carroll, like, just, you need to step down. Like, dude, like, what's up with all these old people everywhere? And I don't want to pick on old people. Old people politicians. You got people running the world, man. They, they can't get through, like, the, the morning without a nap. Seriously. You know, you got politicians, like, running the world. They're like, a, you know, a 78-year, let's vote for the 78-year-old versus the 76-year-old because they're on top of the way the world works. You got a bunch of dumbass referees running around that are grandpas during the week going to Disneyland with their grandkids, but on Sundays they do NFL games. Hey, why don't we get that 68-year-old man that's fat and out of shape and blind to do the wild card baseball game? And why don't we have an old man coach a football team? You know, like, really? Go, go for a walk on a beach. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy your lives. You know, like I said, I feel bad like picking on old people because I'm not trying to pick on old people. But whatever, man. There's too many old people ruining things, right? You got old people ruining baseball playoffs. You got old people politicians ruining the world. You got old football coaches giving people heart attacks. Boy, our, our guys are hanging in there. Like I said, you're, you guys, you're lucky today. I've assaulted you. You cost them a Super Bowl, bro, by throwing the ball in the half yard line, jackass. I would have fired you that next Monday morning. Go work for Bubblicious. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Nobody wants to hear the nonsensical ravings of a loud mouth malcontent. Well, too bad. I am the loudmouth malcontent. This is Sports Rage. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco has been sent back to the Meadowlands. Uh, will be the quarterback of the New York Jets. Good thing that uh, they've already lost a bunch of games because they might actually not suck uh, as much as they do with Joe Flacco like they do uh, with Zach Wilson. I am Gabriel Renzi. Let's do this thing. George Kurtz will step up. And then we got Cliff Cochran a little bit later on uh, as well. A um, lot of stuff uh, to get to here this evening. I see that Marshawn Lynch dropped an F-bomb on the visit with the Mannings. Kamara actually uh, dropped an S-bomb after in the press conference. <laughs> they said, they said uh, do you like playing here in Seattle? And he said, oh, yeah, the stadium. He goes, it's all, he goes, it's very picturesque, but it's always crappy weather here. Uh, I got to tell you, like, I've, you know, listen – when I'm, I've said it before, and I'm gonna say it again. When I'm watching a game, I'm not. I don't need jokes and Mannings and all that type of stuff. I get why I'm sure it's entertaining, uh, but I just want the stats and the actual game. I don't like the split screen, so I don't watch the Manning stuff. I could watch it. I'm on the air, but I could watch it for an hour or two in between in between shows. But I don't. I actually don't mind Greasy. I've always thought that Greasy uh, does a good job. Um. All right. So last night we talked a lot. Uh, we talked a lot about um, Tom Brady and that football. And we talked about Tom Brady and the football and the guy giving the football back $750,000, of course, um, was the estimated value of the football. So we were wondering, all right, so remember Tom Brady said, I'm going to hook the guy, I'm going to hook the guy up. I'm going to hook the guy up. Now, we talked about this briefly uh, earlier, so... Tom Brady has given Tom Brady has given the guy two autographed jerseys. Home and away. All right, two autographed jerseys. Autographed Buccaneers helmet. Mike Evans autographed jersey. The cleats uh and the jersey that he was wearing uh in the game. Game game worn. Uh, game game worn. It was actually not. Uh, yeah, this so signed jersey and the game cleats. So the jersey Evans kept the game jersey, and but the buddy gets the game cleats and one thousand dollars credit to the Buccaneers team store and uh, tickets, two tickets to the remainder of this year's games and next year's games. Now I was thinking, all right. That's a lot of memorabilia there. So you got two Tom Brady jerseys, a Tom Brady helmet, a Mike Evans jersey, Mike Evans cleats that he was wearing when he caught the 600 touchdown pass, a thousand dollars credited to get the gift shop of the Buccaneers, and uh, and season tickets for one year next year and tickets for the rest of the games this year. All right, that's a pretty good haul. But I was thinking, Tom Brady sees that oh man, this guy just gave up like half a million dollars. And I was thinking, you know, Tom Brady should be cutting this guy a check. Right? Like, Brady should be cutting the guy a check now. Like, we talked about giving the ball back and all that. We talked about it last night. But if you're Brady, whatever, like, what's Tom Brady's estimated worth anyways? The Internet's, you know, the, the Internet's never right with this stuff. Well, let's see. Tom Brady's uh, net worth. 
uh, a couple of hundred million, $270 million. One thing about Tom Brady, he's underpaid. He's getting ripped off. There's 14 quarterbacks who make more money than he does. Imagine that. You've got 29 more touchdown passes than John Elway and Joe Montana combined, and you got 14 jackasses in the NFL that suck making more money than you. Wow. Wow. It's crazy, huh? So Brady's got $270 million. You know, so, you know, let, let's be real. Tom Brady didn't pay, you know, doesn't care about a couple of jerseys and a helmet, right? So didn't cost him very much to do that. The $1,000 with the gift shop, ooh. Um, so I was thinking, Tom Brady, you should cut the guy a check for like a quarter of a mil. 250K. You know what I mean? That, that you're getting off light, Brady. It should be 750K. 250K and all that crap you gave him, fine. But it turns out Brady gave him a Bitcoin. And Brady gave him one Bitcoin. And you know Brady's probably got a billion dollars in Bitcoin. Brady gave him a Bitcoin worth $63,000. So, you know, it's, it's adding up a little bit. Like, I guess we're just all jerks because this guy's life is pretty good. He just got a $63,000 Bitcoin from Tom Brady. He's got a bunch of gear that that gear he can sell too, right? Like if I was this guy, I would keep I would keep like the helmet and one jersey. Everything else is gone. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I would be calling like the collectible companies and stuff. I'd be saying, "Listen, I'm that guy, and it's all documented. So what 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 is this worth now? Mike Evans cleats. That's got to be worth some money right there. The cleats that we're wearing to touch. You know, the caught the touchdown." Tom Brady signed jersey. How much? How much is a Tom Brady? Let's see how much it goes for. Tom Brady signed helmet. Let's start off with the helmet. I'm gonna say it's like a thousand bucks. Oh my god! <laughs> for the record, I have an autographed Josh Allen helmet here. Josh Allen's autograph is like five to seven hundred now on a helmet. On a helmet, and the helmets are worth a couple of hundred on their own. Take a take a ganter. How much do you think it's worth, Matthias? Take a ganter, everyone tuning in right now in our chat. Without looking it up, how much is an auto? You heard my reaction. So, how much is a autographed Tom Brady helmet worth? Take take a couple of guesses in our chat. I'll give you guys a couple of cracks. An autographed Tom Brady helmet. What's that selling for right now online? An autographed Tom Brady helmet. $5,000. I didn't know it was that high. I didn't realize it was that much. It seems like the Patriot, the Patriot stuff is a little bit more valuable than the Buccaneer ones. For whatever reason, I don't know. Maybe he's signing more things now. Like, um, if you'll notice, Brady has been much more personable over the last, this year specifically. Like, Brady's usually been a pretty uptight guy, but you notice he's pretty loose now and stuff. Like, he's always doing videos and TikTok and cracking jokes about other people and stuff. Like, Brady's enjoying life. So, I, you know, so look, the helmet's worth five dimes. 
But the helmet's got to be worth more than 5K because of the importance of the, you know what I mean? It's that, it's different. It's not just any helmet online. It's you're the guy that, that you know. And if I, oh yeah, hey, 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 and if I'm the guy, hey, Brady, I want you putting the date and 600 touchdown on it, on the helmet. You know what I'm saying? Like, like on the helmet here, like, so you got the siding. You know what I mean? You get the name. I would want, like, the date, October 24, 2021, Tom Brady, 600 touchdown pass, autograph on the helmet. That makes it more valuable, right? And I got to tell you, too, yeah, I'd, I'd demand this. I'd be like, yo, bro, I hooked you up, man. You're going to write whatever the F I want you to write. All right? Like, if I tell you to write, I snort cocaine on this helmet and sign it, you're going to write it. <laughs> like, otherwise, like, I'm going to get a lawyer, and I want my ball back. I want, I'm getting a lawyer. I'm already thinking about that as it is. I would have done that. I would have been like, I would have called a lawyer. There's got to be a lawyer in the state of Florida somewhere that would have taken a case. And just said, listen, I was scared. I was under duress. They they pressured me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? Just make stuff up. Like, uh, you know, I was I was scared from the moment. Um, they, they bullied me into giving them the ball back. And, like, you know, I really didn't want to do it. But I was scared of the crowd. And, you know, it's, you know. I have nightmares now, and I'm broke, and I have kids, and I'm poor, and my dog's hungry. All right, so 5000 for the helmet. Tom, let's see, Tom Brady, autograph, jersey. It's probably, what, 3-4 now? Same price. Same thing. Autograph Tom Brady jerseys, 4700 eBay, 4000 you know, plus tax and all that. And, you know, basically same price. Wow. So, in other words, a helmet and a jersey. So, so we got a helmet, two jerseys and, and a helmet, estimated 5K each. I would make them a little bit more just because of the circumstances of them. And like I said, you got to tell Brady, you got to put 600 on the jersey and stuff, too. It's got to not just an autograph. It's got to say Tom Brady, 600 touchdown pass with the date and everything. Um... So that's 15K. All right, let's see how much is a Mike Evans. Mike Evans autograph helmet go for. Mike Evans autograph. All right, autograph jersey, Mike Evans. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's cheaper than I thought. An autograph Mike Evans jersey goes for $223. Tax in included. <laughs> Everything. Wow. That's a good call, Nick. If I caught the ball, you're right. I would tell Brady, listen, I want $250,000 and you need to do a commercial for me saying, I'm Tom Brady. I played for the Michigan Wolverines. Gabriel Morenci is my good friend. He's a Michigan Wolverine. And Sports Rage is the best show in the world. <laughs> like, you're right. I would have a long list of things to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to say, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the season tickets for the Bucks ain't worth much. Like, the Buccaneer tickets don't go for that much. I'm surprised. Yeah, Evans, $223. So basically, you got a $200 jersey. Thanks. <laughs> the cleats. 
At least Brady gave the Bitcoin. That makes it better. I was going to bitch about Brady not doing enough. Because I was going to say, dude, you don't care about the helmet. The team gave you that stuff. Right? The team would be like, all right, Tom, here's a couple of jerseys. All he's got to do is sign them. That's all you're doing. That's all Brady imagined. Brady just got a $750,000 football that he would have paid for for free by three autographs for Brady. That's what he had to do in his life. Think about that. All he had to do is sign two jerseys and a helmet, and that's all he gave and did. Right? So that's pretty simple. You know what they're not going to tell you, too? Of all people, he did this. He got caught. It was Eli Manning. Eli Manning in New York was selling, they were selling autographed game-used helmets, and they weren't game-used, and Eli knew. He's even, there was a text and stuff where he said, whatever, just take a bunch of helmets and I'll sign them. <laughs> even like, right? Like, that's, that's, so it's very shady, that stuff, right? Even with the athletes, because the athletes are all scumbags too, right? So, like, everyone's a sleazeball. Like, everyone, like, the fans are sleazeballs. We're sleazeballs trying to profit off of this. They're trying to not make you, let you make money. They're trying to make money. Because that's another thing, too. Brady charges money for his autograph and stuff, right? So... I don't know. Are you just going to give me your stuff? No. So I got to give it to you? Like I said, man, rich people get everything for free while homeless people get laughed at and pissed on on the street. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Should have gotten Super Bowl stuff. You got to put that in because the Bucks probably going to the Super Bowl. It's in LA. You say, listen, I, I appreciate everything. It's all good, but you know, if if only if you guys make it. Like I, you're not sending me to the Super Bowl if the Bucks don't make it. But if you guys make it, I get a Super Bowl Super Bowl VIP pass. Like I'm part of the team type thing. I get what the players' wives get. You know what I mean? <laughs> like 
like I get the pin. I've had that pin before, so I know what it is. I tell him I want the pin. And the pin gives you access to every NFL party and like you don't you know what I mean? You're you're right in. So it's like, you know, if Drake is playing, you know what I mean? Like I want them all access type thing. <laughs> That's what we'd be uh, we'd be going for. All access, baby. Late night anger management class. This is uh sports rage. So, uh, yeah, George, uh, George Kurtz is going to step up, and we'll get into the football games, and uh, we'll break it down. But as I was saying, if you notice, Tom Brady is is a lot uh, is a lot looser. Look, remember that man he threw the damn Vince Lombardi trophy. You think he would have done that years ago? He never would have done that. He was all drunk. Remember, you need to be help walking. <laughs> he throws the Vince Lombardi trophy. And he threw it in the lake. Uh, <laughs> And he even admitted after, he goes, he tweeted after. The next day, he goes, oh, that tequila, oh, boy. <laughs> Brady used to be like, oh, I don't drink beer. I, I don't even eat ice cream. Now he's pounding tequilas. Bring it. <laughs> 